Good evening, Brilliant Pleasure family. Tonight is going to be a very special episode, and this is going to be a double whammy for this uh, weekend. Uh, tomorrow night, I'll be talking with Kat from Yale University. Stay tuned for that. That's the guru in sexual education for adults, so stay tuned for that. Tonight, we're going to be talking about sexual fluidity with my girl, Ileon Mack, or my girl, Jess, for short, but we are going to be discussing um, sexual orientation and its fluidity. And we're going to give some personal accounts of both of our um, journeys with um, our sexuality, um, perfectly if she doesn't mind. But, you know, I know for me, I'll I'll be talking about that. And I, I think it's very, very important to discuss that because, you know, um, our bodies and our emotions are two very, two, like two very different things. And, um, in this conversation, it may just because it's coming from me, I'm not just talking to women, I'm talking to men too. So, you know, men may not self-identify with, okay, well, maybe I feel this way about one and feel the other about, I know for my personal story, you know, and a lot of women feel the way I do. I just want to give it a voice. So tonight that is what we are going to be discussing. So Thank you guys for tuning in. This is a very, very special, very personal. All these are personal, but, you know, this is the most personal I'm going to probably get with you guys. So I hope you enjoy the guests. I hope you enjoy the stories. I hope you kind of come to terms with living your truth if you need to figure some things out. And so I will see you guys on the break. Hey, what's up, Brilliant Pleasure peeps? What's up? So tonight I have a very special guest with me tonight. And tonight, like I said, we're already talking about gender, um, excuse me, sexual orientation and its fluidity. And it's not just a conversation of geared toward women. It's geared toward men as well. But we're two women talking about fluidity tonight. So I would like to welcome my homegirl, Jess, aka Ilion Mag. She's a very special friend of mine. You know, um, I've known her for 16 years. Uh, we were in the military together. We were Air Force. And I've gotten to know her, uh, know what's just such a great person, interesting person. And tonight she's going to be on the show with me. So Jess, girl, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. I'm well, I'm well. Nice um bringing you on here tonight. I'm actually kind of nervous talking to you tonight, girl. Nah, don't. Okay, good, good, good. Well, I feel a lot better. So, yeah, just go ahead and tell Radio Land about you before we get started. Tell us a little bit about you and your story, and we'll get into it. What's up? So, my name is Jeff. Uh, like like she said, we've known each other for quite a long time. Um, we've been stationed at we we were stationed at our first bases together, uh, but uh, throughout the years we've always kept in contact and ended up at the same base. Um, and just you know, I've I've gone through some things. Uh, my situation and the. Being active duty was a little different. Um, I ended up getting uh, married to a man mm -hmm. at 19. Mm. You know, no, 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 it wasn't necessarily for me, but, you know, hey, I couldn't, um, you know, we couldn't do certain things 
uh, back in 2003 and still be active duty uh, and, and, and have a, uh, a successful career. So, you know, I did what I, what I thought that I had to do. Um, but it just kind of, it, 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 it didn't work out, but it, it wasn't necessarily just because of, um, sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like it had to do with, you know, with, with, with different things. Um, yeah. learning who I am as a person, mm. uh, as a, as a woman, mm-hmm. uh, and being in the type of, uh, career, uh, that I had when I was active duty. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a long story, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Okay, good, good. Yeah, uh, what she's talking about being in the military, if you're not familiar about the military environment, you couldn't carry on different types of relationships and whatnot. And it got encouraged later on in the game, like starting in like 2014, everybody was on the train of, oh, yeah, um, with the um, with the repeal, what was it, the, the repeal? Um, it was a little bit earlier than that. Mm, a 2011, yeah. Right. Uh, so it started to go through 2011 and then 2012. It was like, it's like it, it became okay. Okay. But I think um, just like w- within society, yeah. Um, it was more accepted mm-hmm. uh, because, I mean, everybody knew, everybody who knew me. Yeah knew that it wasn't like I, I it just was what it was. Yeah. You know, I couldn't I couldn't necessarily be out in public <clears throat> with um the people that I was dating. Yeah. Um and then maybe two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen, uh, with my partner. Mm. So and it's not I'm not a I'm not a private person. Yeah. Um but I have to hide that aspect of your life when everyone else could be so open, like it, it, it put me in a, it put me in a different place and that's not the place that I um, needed to be in that point because I was in my, you know, mid to late twenties and, you know, I, I wanted to be, um, I wanted to, to feel like I was myself. Oh yeah. You know, a little, little bit more power um, in my position in the air force and in my job. So it's like, well, how come I can't express this in every aspect? Right. So it was, it's a, it's a few different, um, uh, ways to, to, to describe things. But like, that was probably the, the, the one thing that, that held me back. Um, personally, like, and professionally, because it's like, I, like I said, I'm not a private person, but, and, and to have to hold, you know, that aspect of my life, like, like it, I think it helped me back a lot. Damn. Did a, like, did it, um, how can I ask this? Like, did it affect your performance? Did it affect your attitude toward the system? Like, damn. Yeah. It, it absolutely did because, you know, prior to 2011, like, it, maybe even before, well, 
prior to that. You could be um, kicked out. Oh, yeah. For that. And I, I'm like, okay. So I had been divorced legally mm-hmm. since 2006. Okay. Um, we had split up before that, but, you know, I had been dating women before I was with my ex-husband. Oh. Um, so, it's like I still had to keep that that aspect of my life um, private. I mean, those that were really close to me uh, knew, mm. uh, well, military-wise, let me say that, they, they knew... Um, that I dated women. Yeah. And I just couldn't, the fear of being um, kicked out based, just based on that, like, I mean, it scared me to death. Oh my God. And I had seen it happen. Like, me too, yeah. It just something that I was, um, just something that I had just, you know, heard about. Like, I had literally seen it happen um, to some people that I knew. And I'm like, well, okay, so I need to, you know, keep this aspect of my life private, which, you know, which was, I could do that, but it just, it, it never felt right. Damn. It, it, it never did. It never did. So. When you um, got married, um, what was that for you? Like, was that... Was that a front for you? Did you was there love there? Was what was that about? Were you still in an exploring category? Or was it what was that for you? I was exploring men. Oh, ooh. Because ooh. I knew <laughs> I knew that I liked women. Ah. And so I'm like, well, let me see what this is like because this is apparently what I have to do um, you know for the military which was you know I had been in maybe two and a half three years at that point Uh, like let me see what this is like because this is what I have to maintain this is what I'm going to have to maintain if I want to keep my career because I'm at you know I'm 19, 20, 21 like I, I I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do at that point, um, career wise. Mm-hmm. But I knew who I was as a woman and as a person. But I needed to figure this part out to maintain. Um, like if I wanted to go to school, like I needed to keep my GI bill. Shit. Like the stuff like that that I thought about even then. Mm-hmm. Because if you get a dishonorable discharge, you know, you, you're not, you you can't use it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, I had to figure these things out. Okay. Um, and it was, it, it was a lot. It, it, it was a lot for uh, a young person, um, a young woman, a young black woman um, who didn't necessarily identify as either feminine or masculine, so you couldn't really tell. Right. Um, outwardly. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it, 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 
it was so many different aspects to it that I didn't even know how to uh, express to people. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like, well, let me keep this to myself until I can figure it out for, for me. And then, you know, I ran into some little guy. You know, he was cool and attractive and, you know, we did what we had to do. And it's funny because uh, the, the where we were stationed, yes, um, I couldn't legally get married under twenty one, so we even had to go to a different state. Jeez, um, which was kind of weird. Mm -hmm. uh, we 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 had to go to uh, the next state over um, to get married, and mm -hmm. it just it just, it, it was. <clears throat> Like, looking back on it, you know, 16, 16 years later, um, I'm glad that's an experience that I had, but I wish that I would have had the uh, familial support, the um, the peer support. What? You didn't have that? I, I did, but how, how, can I, how can I have the support of, how can I really have the support if we're all the same age? Oh, you know, okay. Like, no one else knows what to do because they're like, oh, man. They're in the same situation trying to stay so, under the radar, right? Like, not even so, in that so situation. Good. Not so, even... Not, not so, in, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, they're just trying to keep their head above water. So they're confused about things, too, or even how to respond to you. That's what you're, you, that's what you're saying? Damn. Yeah, the the peer support, like friend wise, absolutely was there because I am still obviously I'm still friends with you. Um, uh huh. <laughs> and um, fortified uh, other airmen, and you know that are that I'm still friends with. Yeah. And they're like, I just wish that the, we all just wish that times were different. Oh my god. Um. And, and, and I have a, my younger brother is 10 years, he, he's 10 years younger than me and he's, he's active duty also. Mm -hmm. He's like, he, he's, he's not, um, gay, but he's just like, he under, he can see, he could see why I felt the way that I did, um, then mm. because of people that are my age and older that are still active duty. Mm-hmm. And the perspective that they have, right? You know now, so it's like I, I'm I'm glad that it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Um, but I just I wish that it was better, and I'm glad that things are progressing, um, the way that they are. I have a question. So, like I have a question to ask you. Uh huh. Um. When um when they brought out everything where, where everybody was able to be out, how did I know it came like when we were able to uh, come out and be ourselves? Um, like how how was that for you? You know, even though you were, you were in as long as I was, and it came out so late in your career, like how was that for you? Like what what how was that for you? I was in a relationship um, with a woman. Yeah. And we had been in a relationship for 
about a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and she has actually separated uh, from the military, and I was still active duty. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like it was like a slap in the face, but not because I could feel the environment changing. Um, my flight commander um, that was she had uh, actually just left before the decision came out and we had had conversations leading up to it she didn't specifically say um, things and I didn't specifically say things but you uh, you, you, you know yeah. and she was black she was from D.C. Mm-hmm. um but she was a, a source of support. She was a lieutenant colonel. She ended up making um, uh, a brigadier general. Oh, uh, nice. Before she retired. So she was she was on that path. Um, but she was, and, and I still keep in contact with her to this day for a source of support. And she, um, like, it's not just a one-sided relationship. Like, we, you know, we speak uh, back and forth. Okay. And so she... She would tell me about how things were when she came in, because she had come in 25 years prior to me. Um, she was in the Army, mm-hmm. um, active duty, got out, went reserve, went to school, came back, active duty Air Force. And it was, she said the environment was worse in the Air Force um, when she came back uh, in regards to that. So she would. Um, she, it's like, it's like we kind of just gravitated towards each other. Yeah. And then come to find out she had come to, uh, she came, oh, let me take it back. My, um, stepfather came to, uh, the base Mm -hmm. and came up to my job and they recognized each other. Wow. And um, she had since gotten divorced. And he didn't realize that who I was talking to him about, let's call him Ma, who I was talking about was her. Oh. And she ended up, her last week session was, um, was, was in Vegas. And they, she's a contractor now. They still keep in contact, but we also, like, we have a separate, you know, relationship. But, it's like we we still keep in contact, and she um, is very supportive. Um, That's good, and helped me after uh, you know my transition to to, to early retirement. Um, but it's like it's just there's so many different aspects of it, and it's not too many people that I can that I feel comfortable with talking to. Mm-hmm. Uh, this about. Yeah, I understand. I, yeah, like I still, I still to this day, like I'm about to be 37. Mm-hmm. I still cannot discuss certain things with my biological mother. Oh my God. It's like, it doesn't, I, I think she thinks that things have to do with her. She's not taking herself out of it. I'm like, mom, I just want to talk to you. Jesus. You know, but luckily I, you know, I have a 
um, uh, my uh, biological grandmother, her mother, and then my stepmother and my um, father mm-hmm. also, you know, that I can communicate these things with. You know, and, and, and other people um, our age that uh, that even know someone or they are, you know, that person. Like, we can just sit and talk because it's not about sexuality. Like, it's, it's, it's about people. experiences and, 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 yeah, and people and the things that we have had to go through as, you know, people of color. And then dealing with the, with, with, with things in the military. And, and you know, as I know, mm-hmm. that the Air Force is way different <laughs> from the, from the other branches. And I am, I am glad that I, you know, that I joined the Air Force. Yes. Um, because of, of, of things that I've heard, um, in the, in the, in the other branches. So like, I'm glad that at least, you know, I could be somewhat free. Yeah. Um, and, and, and my experiences. I, um, I know I called you the other day and, um, it was kind of like a revelation for me, for myself. And, um, um, I didn't go through the same exact experiences you went through because, um, but we came in the military almost like at the same age, 18 to 19 years old. And by me starting from high school, I always felt a little different. I always felt like, okay, well, I wanted like attention from men and whatnot, but it was still like something else. Like, okay, I'm a confused teenager. Of course, I'm, I'm going to be flip-flopping. Like, I don't know. And so, but I'm so young and naive. I don't know that I can explore that. And I didn't, you know, because I just kind of saw it from my teenage point of view, that people like that or gay people or people exploring their sexuality, they'd get crucified for, especially men. And so for me, it was like going into the military. I still had them feelings, but it was like, I'm like, okay, well, I didn't know how to express it. All I knew is, okay, well, I'm just supposed to be with a guy. I'm supposed to be with men. Like, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Is that how you felt? Like, I'm supposed uh, Yeah. Yeah, I felt yes. like I was I was supposed to be with a guy. Yeah. And, and, and I say that having... Um, my father, my stepfather, and I have four younger brothers. I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was never, it was never forced upon me from from my family. Yeah. Uh, per se. Right. But like how society viewed um, gay people. Wow. Yes. And and, and especially. Uh, women because mm. and, and, and especially black women because it's like you were either feminine or masculine or, or masculine and I'm still in between like yes I may dress like a little boy but I mean I'm always going to be fly you're so but crazy I do not um, my more masculine friends like pick at me and a, I mean, in jest, uh, like, 
oh Lord Jesus, she she's about she she needs to go get her uh her her she needs to go get size. You know, I don't wear boxers. I'm not a strictly you know sports bra or you know strap down my breast type of part. Like I I know I know that I'm a woman. Yeah. And and I and I don't. It's not something that I'm trying to hide. Wow. And 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 even okay, so I moved back down to Georgia. Mm-hmm. You know, after I was retired and coming into school. Oh Lord. Um, being the person that I am, and dressing the way that I do, some of the. Uh, the men that were in my class, mm-hmm. like, it's like they took offense to it. Mm. And it, which was, um, odd, but not something that I wasn't used to. I just hadn't been exposed to it in a long time. Um, but now, like, these guys are like my their friends. Right. And it's, it's because they know as a as a person. They don't have that uh they don't have that perception of me because I'm not trying to be a guy. Yeah, like you know You're like, not trying to what? Like be a the man. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, that that's not my struggle. <clears throat> you know. It, and it's not even that it, it's a struggle, but that's not like that's not my issue. And I do have trans friends, trans men, trans women mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. That's just not what I'm going through. Yeah. And the perception in, or, or for most um, people that have not been exposed to it is that, is that that's what you're trying to be. I, I can, not, that's not it. I can agree. Like, I felt like, like coming up, I felt like there were times that I dressed in a boyish manner or I came across, um, a little masculine. More masculine. Yeah. And, and so, um, at that time, my, um, my experience with that was like, I will get people and I did not understand. Like, I didn't understand why people would like be mean. They'll like, they'll ask me like, Oh, you, you dyking or you, you, you a dyke or something. And I'm like, what the f- fuck are you talking about like because i had like i'll dress like in some sweats or like i'll just be dressing down for the day or something like that i'll be dressed down and they'll take they'll take that as oh you 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 a dyke and all that bullshit and and i'm like oh this is oh so i have to oh if i dress down if if I dress down, I'm I'm being a dyke or okay, so let me let me sexy it up. I will find myself intentionally trying to make it sexy so no one would think I was a dyke or say things like, Oh, you're a dyke and shit like that. And that made me and that made me just kind of close down to because like I told you, like I already had those feelings, but with me dressing down, like nobody knew. What I what I was because I wasn't even doing anything. I'll just probably be dressed down, or I might be like like we say, like acting masculine or whatever. And um, it'll be like, 
okay, let me sexy it up. Let me wear some tight jeans. Let me wear a little cute white beater or let me get cute. But I'll always find myself like dressing down with some tennis shoes or whatever. I'll get sexy just to just, uh, you know, mix it up a little bit. But even, even then, I will meet men who will try to holler at me, um, have sex with me. They'll think I was a lesbian. I'm like, why the f- why are you trying to sleep with me if you think I'm such a lesbian? And why are you trying to get at me if you think I'm such a lesbian? And what are right. you here for? Like, what are you bothering me for? And even, even all, you know, people can accost you and be hostile towards you without put them putting their hands on you. And I've always noticed that. And so with them doing that, it was like I never felt agency to explore that side of myself. So it was just like, okay, let me let me put up that front that I'm dating men, that I'm sleeping with men, you know, because people people are like, I got this when we were down in Mississippi. I got a lot of that. And I, I was one of the girls I was kicking it with. She'll always run back and be like, oh, everybody think you a dyke. And everybody think you. I'm like, I don't even, I'm dating men. I don't even do anything around here. How are you? Because last week y'all was calling me a hoe. Like, like, how are you telling me I'm a dyke now? Like, what the fuck? Like, it was just, it was horrible. It was like, I felt accosted. I felt like I was not even allowed so I never gave myself a chance to really explore right. that because I'm like, oh, so I'm supposed to be feminine. I'm supposed to be like this. So I won't be accused of being like this. But the feelings are still there. The emotions are still there. But the wisdom right. is not there. The support is not there. The assholes are there. Right. So it's right. like, okay, like, what do I do? Let me Let me just do this. And it got worse when I had my baby. Let me explain why. Why? Let me explain why it got worse. Because when you become a parent, you have to up, really uphold some bullshit image of yourself. Okay. Like I was like, let me. Okay, let me do my hair like this. Let me wear nails. Let me do this so I can look like a parent. Let me look like a mother. Let me be look like the model. Let me let me look like this. Let me be doing my thing and dating men and having sex with me. The feelings are still there. They don't go away. They don't go away. They did not ever go away. Right. So suppressed. yes. And if, negative, and if they're negatively suppressed, then they're gonna come out. With me, it didn't come out in a in a in a bad way, like mm-hmm. in a, a hyper masculine way. Right. I've seen it where that, that that has happened, and I'm like, okay, you know, maybe God blessed me um, because I couldn't get pregnant. You know, Shit. years later, uh, come to find out that I have um, fibroids or something. I got man, I'm going through stuff now still. That's the reason I got medically retired. Shit. So, hey Jessica, we're gonna I'm, we're at thirty minutes. I'm going. We're gonna take a quick break and get back on, and then okay. finish talking. Okay. Well, I'll see you guys on the break. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, what's up, brilliant pleasure family? What's up? It's your girl Nicole back from the break, and I'm here with my girl Jess. So we're gonna finish off where we left off, and so. Jessica, you were speaking on, um, 
you know, it didn't negatively come out or in any hyper masculine way. Um, could you give me some more on that? Because I think mine did. I didn't, I didn't have a good experience with hiding anything. I mean, could you like, let me know like what that was for you? It was, um, it was a couple different, uh, things. Like I would go out with some, some homeboys and, you know, not be with them. Basically, like, go looking for, looking for the women. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then, uh, the, the biggest thing is when my, my youngest brother came to live with me (laughs) when I was in Maryland. He had just graduated from high school before he joined the Air Force. And he didn't ask questions, but um, he would just see, you know, more women coming to the house. But I'm in my late 20s. I had had some roommates. um, But when the the door was closed. Oh. Oh. To my bedroom. He just wouldn't say anything. And then uh, one day we had the conversation. He was like, oh, all right. It is what it is. He didn't care. Like, he's continuing. He, you know, he's, he's my baby brother. He was. He still is my baby brother. But it's like, he's still my protector. And that's one thing that I could always appreciate about my, about the men. Um in my life, like, they were always my protectors. Like, it didn't matter what situation, you know, was going on. Right. That's the situation with my um, ex-husband. You know, we can, we can delve into that later. But, Ooh. like, my my brothers are my protectors. And it doesn't matter that they're, you know, younger than me. There's, there's four of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, same thing like with my dad and my stepdad. Um, I never felt, um, I, I never, I would, like I said, I always felt like that they were my protectors, but that they would accept me and love me because I am who I am as a person, as a woman, and then their big sister. Like, they're just... Like they're just always gonna protect me, and and I still feel like that to this day. Yeah, it was like um, for me, it was like okay. Um, my I think my experience was a lot different. Where I didn't really, I had people like trying to find out for the wrong reasons. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, oh. oh Oh, you buy you 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 know you like girls. You know, don't forget to add me. Like, don't forget me. Like, if you do something, it was yeah. never like that community or that support. When I, even yeah. if it looked when I was trying to explore, because like when I went to Korea, I was trying to explore it, but I had a boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. and um, you know. He used to get around too and do his thing, but 
you know, when I guess when he gets serious, like he was all open to the idea until these to the emotions came. You know, things things are cool and fun until emotions um play out. And um sorry my microphone. Um everything's cool and fun and faddish until till them feelings start. And um that was that was a lot of his thing. Me and him even um we we crushed on the same girl, but we never really we had an argument about it. And that's when I knew it was horrible. And, um um it was horrible where you know he told me how he felt about her and I told him how I felt about her. And you know, because it was like we we just had one of them coming to Jesus talks, but I really didn't feel like I really didn't feel he supported where I was sexually because like I had a lot of female friends and he thought that I was picking them off. Like he'll ask ask me about certain ones. I'm like, no, I'm not even doing that. And he'll always be very suspicious of me. And, and that's the, the, the misconception. Yeah. Like he probably spotted some tension, but we never even did anything. Even if it was there, we never did anything. And it was just like think about it, like why would you why would you I mean well, me as a person, I never would would have brought the person that I was interested in or had feelings for around my the guy that I was dating. Yeah. But and 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 you know, and that's another thing, like I I can if I if I chose even now, if I chose to be with a man that I, I like I'm still able to. That's just not what I'm um physically, sexually um, like I'm not attracted to men. And that's okay because I know who I am as a as a as a as a woman and as a person, and it doesn't have anything to do with 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 the men. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, you know, like I said earlier, like coming coming back down south, like it's just it's just it's just a little bit different because I am an hour and a half south of Atlanta, and you know Atlanta is a whole other beast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am south of Atlanta, and I am back in the type of space that I was in when I was um, in high school. Uh, like, the the area. You know, not, of course, not, not like mentally. But, you know, I can go out in some basketball shorts and some flip, the, the, the same things that I would wear 20, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And still attract men. Wow! And I, I've literally said, you know, I'm, I'm not single. Uh, I'm in a relationship because I don't want to. Uh, my my number one, like my brothers aren't here. I have one brother that's here, um, but he's married with three kids, mm-hmm. so he's not. He's he's just not around me all the time. But you know, I go out. I go out a lot by myself. That's not the type of attention that I'm trying to attract. 
Shit. And I've never been someone who needs to seek attention from anyone. Right. You know, let alone men. And then like knowing the type of environment that I'm uh, that I'm in now because, you know, I, I was in BC for I was in the, the, the DMV area for twelve and a half years. That's the longest I've been in one period in my entire life because I'm an Air Force brat. Like, my mom, my dad, and my stepdad were all in the mm-hmm. Air Force. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm very aware of my surroundings. Um, but I know where I am now. And, you know, if, if, if I do choose to go out, I still am very cautious. Mm. And this is an open carry state. You know? And I don't go out certain places by myself with pe- without people who I know will protect me. Right, right. That. You know, I am five foot three, 140 pounds. <laughs> I may present in a more masculine fashion. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm still a woman. You know, if, if I go out on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, I'm going out with the boys. Mm-hmm. I'm going out with the boys that I know that are going to protect me. And we're just going out, you know, maybe to go get something to eat, get a couple drinks. But I'm not going out looking for women that honestly come up to me because they can see how I present. Um, and because I know, like, how, I know how I'm perceived. Yeah. When people, when people don't even know me. Oh, you know, my God. I, 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 my, my last experience, and it, and it scared me so bad. Um, I was walking down the street. I, I was walking to my car. Um, and my brother went, like, three cars up. He had to uh, get his car. And then I went to mine. I went to my Uber. He was driving. And he was going to follow the Uber. And... He parked his car right beside the Uber because somebody was trying to, like, they were saying some inappropriate stuff to me. And I'm like, and I had my hands up. I'm like, yo, it's not even what this is. Like, you ain't even got to worry about this, this, and this. And it was because of how these these hyper-masculine men perceived me and didn't even, they don't know me. They don't. They really, really don't. And I was like, you know what? And I and I and I told because I had um, spoken to my brother about this has happened uh, twice before. Um, I'm like, this is why I don't uh, necessarily do things by myself at night. Yeah. In the city. And I told him, and he was like, "Don't worry about this. It's, it's never gonna happen again." And it hasn't happened since because now they're aware of the things that you know that I've said to them. Um, and they like they still want to protect, you know, protect their little big sis. And that's I, that's the thing. Um, I wanted to get on with like the masculine and the feminine part, where I felt. Well, I remember when I said people don't have to put their hands on you to accost you. Like you got accosted physically, and yeah, you you. It's like you feel like sometimes you don't feel the freedom to be you because of violence. Yeah. And that yeah. 
and I can relate to that because it's like, okay, I feel like I have to, like, do I actually like wearing dresses? Do I like wearing this? I say, yeah, I like to switch it up. But at the same time, I'm sitting there like, I don't want to be ran up on. Like, I knew it was a guy. I knew it was a guy. I was having a conversation. This is conversational stuff. And I t- we were talking and I asked him, what kind of cologne is that? Because I wanted some for myself. Because I like wearing men's cologne. And um, he was like, it's Fendi. I was like, yeah, I like that. I'm going to get some. I like wearing men's cologne. He was like, why? He was like, yeah, because you a dyke. I was like, you got to get out of my house. And we had just finished yeah. having sex. Like when I when you say aggressive words like that, like you a dyke, it's like... like that's- that's a, that's a, um, what's the word? That's a, uh, derogatory. Like, that's, that's a slur. Yeah. That's a slur. Derogatory term. Yeah. That's yeah. derogatory. I'm like, we just finished having sex. Like I did put your dick in my mouth. Like how did that, how did, how, how are you? And I'm like, why did he say that? Like, and I'm like, okay. And I remember talking to you and you were like, that has nothing to do with you. That's people's yeah. and ignorance. I'm like, he just we just slept together. We and, just and why, slept together. And, and, and why did he feel like that, that that was appropriate for him to say that in that so moment? I, and it's like, why do why do people feel like saying things like that is okay? It's, like, not, it's not. It's not, and it's hyper masculinity. You know, it's like he's trying to protect himself because what if somebody would have seen him out with or excuse me, seen you out with someone and the perception was that you guys were like together, like another woman. Yeah. And then like what if that would have got back to him and then he would have been like oh 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 so not so now you are dying. Like, like what the uh, hell? And that's like, who, who are you to say something like that to me? Like why? Why? It's just like why? Like, like the price of educating yourself is very free. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and I and I told him what I was going through, and I told him I said, "Listen, my feelings." Like my my actions have always been this, but I've been doing this because I've been told to do this. I don't want any violence toward me, but my heart and my emotions are veering toward women. It's always I've always dated men, I've always slept with men. But my heart and my emotions are veering toward women. Okay. And what I said was, um, and I said, I I said I'm very inexperienced in dealing with women or sleeping with them or getting physical with them. Very inexperienced in that area. But I my my feelings are um my feelings are true. And at the same time, I've been trying to present, like we're talking right now, we're I've been trying to present myself in a more feminine era. So I won't be I won't have Why? verbal Why? That, huh? Why? But I'm I'm telling you, I'm telling you because of the well the subject we were just on. I didn't want people with coming with their stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to do that. I don't have to 
And then when I felt kind of freed from that moment, I'm like, okay, I like to wear dresses. Not because, oh, somebody's going to try to jump me or, you know, they, they're going to try to say something crazy to me. No, I actually like to wear dresses. I like to look sexy. It was like th- my mind was clear. And it's like you have to do, you have to do all, when you're exploring, you have to do all these things to make everything clear. And you're not doing it out of some type of emotional fog because or you're scared. And I was scared for a very long time where, okay, I don't want people seeing this or doing this to me. So I'm not going to. Now it's more like, oh, well, if I feel like wearing some sweats today or I feel like wearing a dress today, a long slinky dress and it hugs my curves, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it to folk. I, what I feel, I'm not doing anything because I'm scared some man is going to roll up on me. Right. And that's what I felt for a long time, Jess, trying to explore that. I'm not, I don't, I don't even know if I'm in, in the exploratory. I, I know where I'm at right now. It's just gaining yeah. the experience, you know, but it's just, I was very scared. I was just you know, very you scared. Know, my, 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 my biggest, um, my most freeing point was yeah when I was in, uh, my friend's wedding. Mm. And I know you saw the picture. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you thought she was doing something. Look um, at you. <laughs> so, uh, and mind you, I had the dress, the, the bridesmaid uh, gown. Mm. The one, the one that I had initially um, didn't fit because, like, I needed to get some stuff done to it to where it would uh, fit. Because when I initially tried it on, I was, I was going through hormone therapy. Mm. I was about 40, forty pounds heavier than um, than when it, you know, uh, came to run away. So. I put it on, I'm a procrastinator. Like, I've always, I procrastinate with everything. And the, it, it got to the point where she was like, friend, I know you're not going to feel comfortable um, in a gown. Mm-hmm. So, wear your suit. Because I, I had the suit. For the reception, I was like, you know, we can do this, this, and this for the wedding, um, but I'm changing uh, for the reception. Like I have to. And she, she saw it. And she's like, oh, oh, that I like that, and it matched perfectly. I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think I got just as many compliments as she did on my attire and her wedding, which is absolutely not what I was trying to do. You know, that's not, you know me, I'm not, I'm not trying to stand out at the, at, at anybody's event because it's not mine. It's not yours, right. But you won't know I'm there. And when I, when I tell you, because I don't even think I posted the picture to probably like Two months later, um, when she got the official pictures back, you know, people had taken pictures 
um, the day of and, you know, was posting pictures, you know, for a few weeks. But she didn't get the official pictures back. And then that's when I, I did, like, my little typical uh, throwback Thursday because mm-hmm. I don't, I never post anything. It's rare. I just started to do, uh, doing the IG stories. I just, like, I literally just started doing that. Um, but she was like, she was like, you looked amazing. And mm-hmm. everybody was asking, um, who was that in the suit <laughs> <laughs> with the, with the silver, with the silver shoes? Oh, Lord. And it made me feel so good that she accepted the fact that, like, of who I am. And still wanted me to be a part of her, of her wedding, and I was absolutely willing to wear a dress because I still like I think I just got rid of the shoes. Like I just took the shoes um, up to a consignment shop, that right? I had, like the heels, right? Because I used to kill them. I used to kill them the heels, and then I realized my knees was bad. Oh. Um, well, I didn't do that, but you know, like I I had everything, and then I had to get my dress altered, which and then I had to take it back. Like it was a, it was a long story but I got a suit and she was like just 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 wear your suit I was like okay that's good I felt so much I felt so much better after that and that she felt comfortable still like still wanting me to be in the wedding yeah and that was my like point of affirmation and I've been we've been friends for at that point 14, 15 years. Right, right. And she's still, like, we still talk, like, every other day. Mm. day we, like, we, we never stop talking. But, you know, like, we're still, like, we're still good. And, like, that was my point of effort. Like, that was literally, like, my point of affirmation. That's what made the most sense to me and like what made me feel good about it. Because now you can't tell me anything about, you know, wearing uh some, some fitted pants and some and some slacks and a bow tie like I like I've always wanted to do it, but like that specific point right there. It's like I like I know and I can dress. I mean, I'm a, I can dress. You can what? But I can dress. Oh, okay. You can dress. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, I, I, but I'm still a woman. Like, I still want my clothes to fit well. You know, I know how to um, put things together. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm still, and I think that that's what, Others are afraid of. Mom, I never forget. Like when I when I finally came out to my mom, mm. less than I want to say it was like twelve years after she asked me initially if I was if I was gay. Yeah. You know she 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 said to my this is after I told her she said to my girlfriend at the time just make sure she does not strap her boobs down. <laughs> How that make you feel? Like shit, because if that's if that's all that you see or that you feel, 
or that you're afraid of, then you don't know me as a person. Damn. Because you know for a fact I can't strap these things down unless I'm going to just get them taken off. And like I said before, that is, that's not my issue. Because I can't, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. You don't know me as a woman, as a person, as a daughter. And it's like, hmm. <clears throat> it's like, like, I still think about that to this day. And this was uh, eight years ago. Oh, my God. Nine, nine years ago. Nine years ago. Yes, nine years ago. I am. Um, I never. Um, I've been thinking about having this conversation with my mother, and having this conversation to where my heart is right now, and because it's there, it's there. Um, it's just there, and um, um, I'm pretty much open minded how she's going to react. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty much open minded, but I really, um, you know. I really feel like she already knows, you know, whether I brought men around. How do you think the conversation is going to go with your daughter? Huh? I said, how is the conversation going to go with Simone? Um, I think she'd be okay with it because she asked me, Mommy, if I told you I was bi, um, what would you say? I said, I have to love you and support you. Um, why are you asking me that um, at 12 years old? She was like, well, one of my friends said she was bi. I'm like, do you even know what bi means? Um, yeah, you know, you like boys and girls. I'm like, okay. I think she'll be okay with it. But as far as how it'll affect her actual life, if I would bring somebody I care about around, you know, how would it make her feel? I don't know. I would have to see how she do with it. I would, I would definitely have the conversation with her first because she's always seen me with men now it's like okay things are changing where you know i'm i'm not even like i said i'm not even i'm not in that exploratory phase i'm this is not a phase for me it's more like a life change like mm, you know yeah but now it's let me let me ask you this yeah aren't you happy i am that she that she has the language to um, talk to you about this. Yes, because when I was 12 years old, I didn't have that. It was just gay. Right. We had, look, we had MTV's The Real World. Yeah, we had, we had Real World. We had the TV teaching us. And, you know, our parents were glossing over it at the time because of our young age. But, they weren't going into, okay, if you like girls, you know, would you let me know? I'll, it, it was never, it didn't go that deep. And it's not their fault or anything. I'm not, and I had, and in the conversation would be, okay, now it would be like, okay, I don't hate men. I love men. I think they're cool, but my heart is here with another woman. And I, and I, and I think that's, a, that, that's another, um, because that's something that I was like if you were a woman, a, a, a woman who likes women, then you must hate men. Oh my God, no! And I'm like, no, no. Like, these poor little niggas, like, because my, my my brothers range in ages from um, I'll be 37. Uh, they are, oh Lord, hold on, 30. What year is this? This is so this is so bad. 
Um, 30, oh, Jesus. Anyway, they're like, uh, 10, hold on, 10, not 10, 8, 7, it, it's four and and I always and I never can get their ages right. Right. But they're three. How old is Benny? I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. I'm about to see him. Like matter of fact, and 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 so so get this. Both of my my biological fathers. Both of us are gay. Like, his children are gay. Yeah, his children are what? Gay. Oh. So me and one of my uh, brothers, who is, it's me and my, um, it's my biological father's children, like, we're both gay. And on that side of the family, there's quite a few of us. Okay, Jess, we're at 30 minutes. I'm going to call you right back, and we're going to get right back on, okay? Okay, folks, we're back now. Um, Jess, so we were talking about, um, what were we talking about? That was such a good conversation. Like, we've been having a good conversation. I know. And, <laughs> and like, we're friends. So, it, it's, we, we try not to go off on tangents. Uh, I know I was saying something about uh, my brother's ages. And yeah. they are, 30, what, 34, 30. 29 and 27. Those are are my guys. Those are my protectors. I often think about how my sister and brother are going to react. I think, um, I think I really honestly think they're going to be like, really? Oh, okay. All right. I kind of figured that. I I think that's going to be the reaction, even though I've never brought any women around or never talked about any women. I think they already kind of knew. And, um, you know, um, I have a big family here. So I think Uh about that often because, you know, we care about like my, I have like five aunts and then there's my mom and then I have my two uncles and then there's me and my uh, youngest sister and my brother and my daughter. I have all these people I have to worry about, but not really that I think about them, but it's like, mm, do they hold you in the same regard? Do they hold me in the same regard as far as what? As you hold them. Like how you think about how they would would, would possibly react. Um, if, you, if, if you were to come out as, as, as bisexual, would they ask you if you were okay versus, well, why didn't you tell us? You know what I mean? Because that's, it's like one is one is very different from the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that that's I think that's what I I don't think it I know that that's what I struggle with because it's like I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to figure out figure it out more for other people than I was trying to do for myself. Yeah. I think um that led to me I told you, remember I told you early in the conversation how I was softening up. And because I was kind of ridding myself a lot from a lot of anger, I think um, 
once I kind of, and this is tying into the point you're making, once I kind of start freeing myself from, okay, I'll let you know so it won't hit you or you're not sidelined by it, um, but I can't hang on to it because I'll be angry all over again. I'll be very angry all over again because I feel happier knowing the place I'm in right now. I feel happier. And I'm like, I I want to stay in this place. It may not be smooth sailing. I understand that. I want to stay in this place, though, kind of understanding the truth of where I'm at. And, you know, I just, I want to stay in this place. I can't do that for anybody else. I have to do that for myself. Because I'm not, I'm not inconveniencing anyone's life with my status or where I stand. I'm not inconveniencing. It's just, you may not like it. And I have to, I have to let go of that. I have to let go of that. And I have to tell myself this, this shit ain't some phase. I have to give myself like the agency over myself. So to tie into what you were just saying, like, okay, do they hold me in that regard that I hold them? Probably not. That's why I can't, I can't hang on to it as much. I can't. And and I have to really consider. I have to really consider. Okay, this ain't no phase. I have to say, or or, or you just have to consider yourself. That's it. And 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 you know, I think that, um, like, not to cut you off. But no, you good. I think that. I I think that um, our generation. Hmm is way more open to therapy and, you know, not not just the fact of, you know, well, this is how it was done. No, so yeah. This is how we're going to continue to do it. You know, I was watching, this, this is, you know, I, <clears throat> I watch a lot of the, um, the, uh, I watch a lot of interviews with, with, with specific people, but I watched the one with, um, with the Tiamari on the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and she was saying that she doesn't spank her kids. Okay, because she talks to them. All right, right, mm-hmm. and and it, and it took me back to the place where um I was having a conversation with my mom, and she was and she said something. I was like, "Well, that's because you don't know me, and you kind of like never really did know who I." Like, I'm still the same person as I was when I was a, you know, when I was a kid, like 14, 15, 16. Like, I'm literally, like, still the same type of person. Of course, you know, we, we all have, you know, neuroplasticity, like, we're supposed to change, right? Right. We're supposed to grow and learn and do these things. And I'm like, if you, if you had really taken the time to talk to someone, to learn who they are like innately would you spank that child now granted it's some but I still feel like I still want to punch some niggas in the chest that's mm. you know that's just what they need because that's what, that's what people respond to I never responded positively to anything like that mm. like me as a person and, and I can say the same thing for my youngest brother if you sit and talk to him and help him like work through the things that he's going through, then you know that 
that's not the type of person that that, that discipline works for. It didn't work for, obviously. So it's like, why do we as, <clears throat> not we, but like, why do, why is that like our first thing as, as black people, as black, um, black people, like why is that the first mechanism of discipline is to spank the child? I mean, it's because it was done, it's, it's because it was done to us, it's because it's familiar, because it doesn't, it doesn't work with everyone, which is, you know, like with now this, it's coming out even more. With this new, with, with what you were saying, like, but we are way open to more communicating now. Even us being th- almost 37 years old, we're looking at ourselves like people now. Yes, versus just do what I it. say. And what I'm saying that what I right. Yeah, it's like I'm looking at my daughter now more as a person. Where I, if I yell at her, I feel bad. Like, oh my god. Like, I feel bad. Like, I don't like put my hands on her. And I have this conversation with her when she does things and she does them repeatedly. And I say, you are too old for me to put my hands on you. Mm-hmm. You're too old. You know exactly what I'm saying. Like, even mm-hmm. with anything, I'm trying to open that door. She's making it very difficult. But um, I said, you're too old. For me to be putting my hands on you, like if I if I do something like you, now you really like messed up. Like I don't. That's not my first reaction. Like that's right. not like you've but, you've kept doing something. It's just I'm looking her at her more as a person now, where I'm not yelling. But, but think, but think about it. Is she too old? If she's twelve, right? Take away like the, the societal norms or whatever. She's gonna do what a twelve-year-old does, right? But and that's an internal look, thing. Look, look, and granted, let me let me say let me say something. I'm all of five foot three. I have been this height since I was ten and a half years old. I actually used to weigh more when I was uh, that age. And I was, and I've been developed since I was nine. So, I, I like I had this conversation with my mother a long time ago. She didn't look at me. Um, she she looked at me based on what I look like versus the mental capacity of me being. 10, 11, 12, even up to like 15. Yep. Versus what I, I, I just didn't have it because I didn't have that life experience. Now, I'm still the same size. And now I'm coming back at you with questions. And, and she says, I've always been inquisitive. I'm like, well, why did you do this? Or like, well, why do we have to do this, this, and this? Like, explain it to me. Mm. And I, I, she said, I still used to ask these same questions when I was a kid. And she just used to say, because I said so. And I'm like, that's not going to work for me now. 
Like you can't it's because not. it does not. It literally does not make sense to me. It's this not. is why I'm asking. Right. And it didn't make sense to me then, but I didn't have the language to. I didn't have the language, and you didn't have the patience. Well, now she, well, she still doesn't have the patience. It's like okay, so now I can kind of figure it, figure it out on my own, and we have the Google, the Google machine, as my grandma calls it. Yeah, I think it's like I want to. I want to do something different. Like I don't have children, but I have. Um, I have three nieces and two nephews, and I can't see myself putting my hands on them, other than to like, like kind of like, tap them back into reality. Like say, hey, 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 let's talk about this. I literally talked, my, my niece that, that looks just like me, that, that's weird with the, the, the one with the locks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll be six years old and she's a Virgo also. Mm. Jesus. Interesting. I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, baby girl, let's, let's talk about this. You know, explain to me why this, this, and this. And she, and she gets frustrated. I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. You can cry. It's okay if you cry because you're upset because you don't know how to explain it. Jessica, I'm going to jump in right there. What you just said. <laughs> uh huh. I was the sensitive kid. So I grew up into the sensitive, angry adult. <laughs> so yeah. because I, yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, because we're Virgos and we're women. So it's like, okay. A part of me understanding myself as a woman, I had to be my own approving parent. Please digest what I just said. Okay. Yeah. I had to be my own approving parent because growing up, I was very sensitive and I didn't say things correctly. So my mother would jump all over me when I would say things. And I had to snap. I snapped on my mom or walked out on her. She called me trying to curse me out and shit. Until, and and she, I finally explained things to her and I didn't like arguing with my mom because she'll try to throw things back in my face. I'm like, you can try to throw stuff at me, but you have to change too. Yeah. Me being sensitive and emotional, I didn't know how to, you would think me as a spoken word artist, a podcaster, a speaker would grow up knowing how to express ourselves. No, what you just no, what you just said was so important because I didn't learn. I grew up very uh, insecure and mistrustful of people because I didn't feel people would allow me to have uh, be emotional. I don't give a damn. I don't need you to allow me. Now I'm more like I don't need you to allow me. I'm going right. to give myself the opportunity to express how I feel about you in this moment. I don't care how you feel about it. And not in a harsh, mean way, more in a like, my feelings are valid kind of way. I grew up feeling very invalid. Oh, my God. Girl, that was my this lesson is, as a this woman. This is why we're still friends. Because you... I, I know that we both can go back and talk to people that we've known like mutually mm-hmm. and they will both be like, or they'll all be like, 
oh, they were mean. Yes. This, they were that. And I'm like, "Mm, no. My mom. She doesn't like what I have to say. I had to tell my mom, I said, mom, all I know my relationship with you is, is when I, when you're, when I'm, you're in a teaching moment with me or you're criticizing something I'm doing or saying, I don't know love or being loved on by you. I don't know that. I, exactly. I know when I'm irate and when I'm irate, I'm irate. I know you trying to calm down. Ugh, you're so... I don't know you loving on me until I calm down. I don't know that energy from you. I don't know that shit from you. See, look, 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 look. And I don't know that. And now I'm trying to pick up the pieces because whatever you're healing from, I can't wait on you. Yeah. I don't have to wait on you to heal so I can heal. I have to do it. And that that was the powerful piece that came together for me. As a woman, just like, wow, I have to put that together. I get to put that together. I don't have to wait on anybody who's made me angry in my present or past. I don't have to wait on them because I blame my mom for a lot of shit. And I'm t- I got tired of it. I'm like, I'm, I told my mom, I said, I love you because I love you very much. But this, 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 and this, I feel like you didn't. Or, and she'll go back and we'll go back and forth. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I know my flaws and my shortcomings, but right now I'm in the stage of life and the things that I am working on, I have to focus on my strengths. Like I have to, I have to give myself everything, Jessica. That's the journey of being not even so much like that. That's the journey of being in that feminine space. Cause I had never been in that space where exactly, exactly, and 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 imagine. Okay, so um, imagine something that you. Okay, so uh, uh, not imagine it. So me being a more masculine, I just dress like a boy. Yes, That's that's it. Mm-hmm. I am a whole ass woman. Yes. I am super feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, I will let you know my feelings. Okay. And I, I get I get really defensive. Yeah, yeah. When I feel like I'm in, when, when I'm when I feel like I'm invalidated. Oh right? my god. And it it gets to a it it we get to a point where I was pushing so many people away. Yep. And I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't this isn't who I am. So when I got when I got stationed up in uh, DC, mm-hmm. and I was able to um, go back and forth to New Jersey uh, to to uh, my dad's house with my um, two older younger brothers, my stepmom and my dad. I like I I, I felt love. Jesus. I did, like from my from my stepmother. And who let me tell you something. My mom, my stepmom, me, my sister in law. Me and my sister in law had the same birth date. Mm-hmm. We're three years apart. My niece, several cousins were all Virgos. Mm. But the fact that me and my and my stepmom and my mom 
are all Virgos. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot because we are a lot in a in a lot of different ways. Oh my God! <laughs> and I, I initially like pushed back. Um. To my stepmom because I wasn't used to receiving yes. type of feminine energy. Oh my god! Um, from like a mother figure, other than my grandmother, uh, the, the 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 who I, in my opinion, like raised me. And so it was. It was some some things we didn't get along about. I... But, but now I completely and she doesn't have me a biological daughter. But now, when I tell you, like she is literally like my best friend, and I and I know that my mom feels some kind of way about that girl. And it's like, okay, so I'm back here in Georgia with living in my mom's house. You know, I'm a grown ass woman. I could literally have my own place. Yeah, you know, go to school full time, work okay. full time. Um whatever, whatever, but my mother asked me to come back to repair our relationship and the fact that it has not happened uh, because it's not based on her terms breaks my heart. What? Oh my God. So, when you don't hear from me for a long time, it's probably because I'm like, I want to, I want to, push everybody off the off the ledge. I went through that I think probably like the last beef I had with my mom, I was done like beefing. And I was like, I have to heal those parts. And I knew I was changing, I was growing because it was like I started to look at my mother not in an angry way. I looked at my mother in a way of She's trying to figure it out, too. Well, I look at my mom like, I feel bad for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not there. (laughs) Damn. I do, because it's it's like, we are literally so much alike. Yep. But I have done, I know I've done the work. I'm, I'm literally, like, I go to therapy at least once a week, at the most three, and... She won't go. And I've, and I've asked her, I'm like, come with me. I don't need you. You don't even have to say anything. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming anyone. I just need you to hear me. Because she still looks at me as a 17-year-old. Yep. Um, in 2000. Yeah. Um, you know, when I left to go into the military, you you're saying you know, everything you're saying everything I've ever said or ever felt. Like I said, mom, I I told my mom, I said, mom, you're looking at me like a kid still. You're still looking at me like I'm I'm an adult paying my rent, taking care of myself, but you, I'm still I'm still child. invalid to you. I feel invalid yeah. to you. And then when I react, oh, I'm childish and I'm a baby and when I react in the way you, it's kind of yeah. not convenient for you. And I had told right. her this, I'm like, mom, like, 
that strength and independence you gave me, like it's here. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not gonna be convenient for you, because I'm. I'm gonna. This is what it has manifested as. Yes, and that's what. Like I've been, and I had to tell somebody. I said I've been barreling through life. I've been barreling, feeling like feeling like I'm not valid, and like I'm invisible, and trying to make everybody see me. Whatever I'm knocking down, whatever I'm. I said I don't have to do that no more. That's what got me threes on my EPRs. That's what never got me uh, uh, promoted because my attitude was trash. So, so I had to see, I had to look back and like, I don't have to fight anyone or anything. Yeah. And I think this is why we're having this conversation. You know, I know it started off as one thing. It ended out another because it stems from something. Well, yeah, it, it stems. And, and, and that, that's, that's what I was, that, that's ultimately, like, what I wanted to get back to. Like, it, it's not, that's, my sexuality is not who I am. Because who I am as a person is my integrity, my, like, my morals. Honestly, like, my morality, yeah. like how I, like how I treat people, that has, that really doesn't have anything to do with who I sleep with. I I, I do want to say it, something. Uh huh. I do want to say something, and it's just like total compliment to you. Like with you learning who you are, and like your your compass and you know your soul in repairing your soul and you being able to separate your sexuality and your mistakes and all of that. I'm really super proud of you because it's like a lot of people are not here. They blame it on something. They make it about something else. They make it about, oh, my mom didn't or my dad didn't. Oh, or I hate this. I hate that. No, you've like, your life is about love. (laughs) Yeah. I want to fix it. I want to be happy. Yes. I do, like, and it doesn't, and, 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 and on, on that same point, mm-hmm. me and the ex-husband, like, we're really good friends now. That's really good. I literally, because I messed up and I did something stupid, and, which was completely my fault. Well, it's not, eh, anyway, I needed my, um, I needed to get another passport. Because I couldn't find mine. But because I've been married before, I did not have my my divorce papers, my birth certificate, and my, my old passport are all in the same place. And I know exactly where they are. Yeah. The fact that I can call and or text my ex-husband and his wife. See, that's and good. I'm like, yo, uh, either one of you know when our actual uh, our date was <laughs> um, she, and I was like and I asked her because he didn't answer me and she either texted him or called him and he texted me right back with the with the screenshot of the, of the all, I, all I needed was the date and I was like oh thanks I can't wait to make y'all some food when I come back see that's that's where it's at 
That's but, where it's but, at. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, we have, and she's a Virgo too. We have both done, the, we have all done the work. I, I really think that it's generational. You know, I think that our generation is, is, is changing. Um, but it, it takes people like us to make us feel like it's okay to change. Because you gotta think like our parents, like if you if, if you were to tell or like if your parents were to tell like somebody within them that they were going to therapy, oh, what are you, what are you crazy? But you now? crazy or something? Like, no, we don't say crazy yeah. in this house. I mean, like if if I ask my homeboy, like you've been to therapy, like now I'm like, well, when you going? Let's <laughs> Well, like let's like let's figure out these funds so we can do this, and everyone is, I think, is so much more open to it, and and it's like it's accepted. But I think that that's what we need as black people. I really, really do, and I'm just like it. It it warms my heart. I was just at my friend's house for like five days. Um. And they go to therapy separately, um, but they also go together as a couple. Yeah, you know, just to explore things that maybe they haven't, because um, they're both super busy. Like she just graduated from college. Um, they're both vets, uh, but they're trying to fix the generational stuff within within them. And they literally told me that they're happy that that I can give them a different perspective, or it's vice versa, you know, that, that we can give each other different perspectives. Um, don't you think? But it's like, we all go to therapy, and it's okay. It's literally okay. It's not something that's bad. Not at all. It's, it's, it's not. And I and I tell I tell them uh, like when I'm in class, I'm like, well, uh, my class needs to be over by two forty-five. I got a room fifteen appointment, and they already know I need to go see my lady because that's what I call her. Like mm-hmm. I need to talk about some stuff. Um, and everybody's like, well, well, how do you do this, this, and this? And I figure out even how to get these civilians that have never been in the you know in the military because it's it's typically easy to navigate the VA system. Like, you can figure stuff out. That's what I'm like, I don't know, but I can figure it out for you. I can help you figure it out because I know that we all need it. Yeah, I think was very... I think this was very, like, important. It's like, we learn how to be people. Like, we can throw on all the labels. We can throw on all the stuff. It's like all, all this stuff. But what I just... You know, I just I really want to be a good person. Yes, yes, I had to learn how to be a better person. Yeah. Like being a better person became very important to me, and I, I mentioned yeah. my anger a lot. I didn't know what I was angry about. I knew I was angry as hell. When I came back home, I figured it out. Um, I yeah. saw how my mom was with my brother. She enabled him a lot. Um, Uh I'm not saying that I wish she enabled me. I wish she coddled me because I'm glad she did not. 
but she wanted me to relate to him the way she as she did him and i had to forgive her for that because it was like i grew up thinking like feeling invisible because of it and feeling like okay this is what i got to do to be validated here i got to act like this i got to be like this and it just i did not look at myself as a person or a being i just looked at it as a, as a set of failed expectations or or you know, a personality you don't like or, and I told my mom, I said, mom, I'm just like you, good and bad. I'm just like you. And have, you, huh? Have you, have you explored that? What? Of, of like, um, why she has done the things that she's done? Or you're not there yet? Um, I, I think she, she I have, I've, I've put it all on the table. She still kind of defends it. Um, she, and I'm like, I'm not waiting for you to see, I think you already know where you're at, sis, where you, and this is not a conversation about that. It's just more like, okay, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying is my point is, I think there was a conversation where she was so upset with him and she was like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that. He's pretending all the time. He's pretending he's a pretender. I'm tired of this. And then I brought it back up we was beefing. She was like, well, I just meant, I didn't mean he was a pretender. I mean, he was just doing stuff. He knows. I'm like, mom, you meant what you said. And I'm like, you're not ready to say you, you feel at fault how he's turned out. Oh, you, you're not ready. Like me, I'll call the bullshit. Like I'll call the bullshit real quick. So I'm kind of like the black sheep. I'm, I'm a little of the black sheep. Not really, but I'm, I like they like me, but I'm not. I I'm not. I don't bend like they want me to bend. I'm like nah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not yeah. that. I'm not that chick. So it's like okay. I had to let a lot of that go because I, I hated. I hated my brother for a little while because of that. I'm like my hatred is not with my brother because I'll be very mean to him. Like, like I don't want to hear you. Like I don't want to talk to you. Like leave me alone. Like because my mom coddles him but you know I, ha- I had to say to myself you know I don't have to relate to him in that way I can be very nice to him and pull my- I have to detach myself from him like he's one of those people I have to detach from because you know if he gets under your skin enough he can sur- usurp you of a lot of things money your car fuck your shit up and you know you just got to detach yourself and be like okay well you know and I've learned about men through my brother well but also look at like mm-hmm. God, what is it with this person that causes this this and this that's my fault like that's probably like the one thing well I you can attest to this like you'll say something like well, well, well why I'll ask you why. And I might not hear from you for a week and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just, like, I, I literally, like, want to know why. Because I'm trying to just, because I think I was so invalidated. And mm. a lot of things. Yeah. You know, it's only certain people that are answering your whys. You know? And, and, and that want to figure this thing called life out. And for me, you're one of those people. Right. And I'm so happy 
you know, that we can sit and have these conversations. Um, because I, I literally, like, want to know. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and figure everybody out. I want to know um, why you are the way that you are. And, you know, vice versa. Right. So, because it, it, it's never like a one-sided thing. Mm-mm. But it's like, I, I, I want to figure these things out to, like, help other people. Because if someone is coming to me with a problem, I'm like, well, well, have you tried to figure this, 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 and this out? Because don't just come to me with a problem. Like, because we don't, we don't try to fix it. You know? And, and, you know, I, I, I know when to try to help and when to just listen. But, I, I like, like I said, I'm, I'm really, really happy that we're even allowed to have these types of conversations. Right. Because, you know, 10, 15 years ago, like, just, like, we just would not have, I mean, we was partying. <laughs> we was kids. Mm-hmm. We was trying to drown out our sorrows. Let me tell you something. Ten, ten years ago, I was deployed. Asking a fool. As he can't. Please. As, look, I only look like you on the team. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you came on and talked to me tonight. I'm really glad because we needed to sort through this thing. Because, yeah, we needed to sort through this because there's people out here that just, they just don't know and just need to hear some type of affirmation to figuring their stuff out, even if it goes down, uh, you know, figuring out their family history and, trying to understand their own feelings, you know, and I'm glad this is like therapeutic for me tonight. Actually, I'm really, I'm, I'm happy I got on. Cause you know, you, you don't realize how much you be holding in. Yeah. And, and, and I, I write a lot. Um, but I also like, I listen to, uh, audio books. I, I listen to, I listen to this podcast I, and I listen to podcasts. Sometimes I just need to listen. Mm-hmm. It will help me to help me find, like like I've said before, like find the language to be able to express how I'm feeling. Yes. Because you can have all these feelings bundled up, and you don't know how to get it out without sounding like mean or like sound like uh, like you're just angry at everybody, even though you might be. Mm-hmm. But if someone else can't receive it, or if you can't even receive it yourself, because you have this so much bundled up, like you just have to, you you need a starting point. And a- honestly, like listening to podcasts when I started back in, back in like 2012, mm. one night one night shift, like that's what. Um, Help me. I started in 2014 when I was in Korea. And yeah, that's when I started on my self-help journey. It was a long, hard road. I learned how I like form words. My mom told me the other like a couple months ago I was a bully and I was angry. I'm like, Mom, I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not angry. I'm hurt and upset. Yeah. Um, and and when I when I well, look, and 
and the, and the fact that she said that would have would have prompted me to ask, well, why do you say that about me? And then that would have been because I I've said the same thing. No, she she told me why she thought it, but I'm like, listen, <laughs> look look how you I feel invalidated with you. Like that was the first time I felt language. Like oh, like I felt that power. So I'm just really glad I went through that spat because I found my language. I found my words. Yeah. Well, girl, we're going to wrap it up. All right. All right. I'm glad that, um, like I said, I'm glad everybody, like, I'm glad you got in and got in on the conversation with me because people, people want to hear this. People need to heal. They don't know. And we're figuring it out, too. Absolutely. It's, a, it's it's continuing. Like yep. you know, we're never gonna have all the answers. Um mm. hopefully I can come back, you know, maybe we can do some, some other stuff together. Oh um, no, we um, got you so. you on. You're a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're a friend of the show. All right. Well, uh, you guys, brilliant pleasure family, pleasure seekers. Thank you for tuning in. Um, give my girl Jess a warm um, e hug right now because she came in and did our thing tonight and made this episode live. And we got some therapy, some healing in, which we both needed in figuring some things out. And, um, you know, if you want to follow me on my social media, go ahead and follow me at Brilliant Pleasure with a Z podcast. It's all one word, Brilliant Pleasure podcast. Um, if you want to follow me on my um, Instagram. Um, so you uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Jess, thank you. I love you to pieces. I love you to death, my lady. And you are, like I said, a friend of the show. You're I'm, you, you getting your ass back on here. OK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good night, BP. I'll holla at y'all later.